This is Action Sports Jacks on ESPN 690 and ESPN690.com. That's about perfect right there, because said hopefully everything works. There's a lot of dust. A lot of dust. A lot of cobwebs to we get out of the studio. Months, we, we can't just be ESPN 690 still trying to make it. I mean, it just we got to change the slogan somewhere along the way. we got to turn the corner. Yeah. ESPN 690 skills to pay the bills, or what? Are we getting cocky now? Is, is that it? a new shirt? Uh, Yeah, it's a new shirt. Very nice. Yep. It's a, it's a snowboard shirt. Skills to pay the bills. Hey, Coos, I can't even hear you, man. You know, like, obviously the mic's not working on your end, dust, so. Dust, up. Still trying to make it. Skills to pay the bills. I like that a lot. Can you hear him? I can't hear nah, him. Nah, Coos, talk to us later. I, I can't hear you, Coos. Somebody messed the board up. Someone's See messing that? with the who, Who's doing podcasts in here on the on the rundown? By the way, should I be this excited to get back to work? I mean, I really got back to work yesterday, but like well, most you've, people you've come been off. been gone for three weeks, so I hope you two, are. Two, two. Okay, sorry, uh, two. But by the way, it felt like three years. <laughs> yeah. Like, who says those things? Uh, I was thinking that. I was like, seriously, if I'm being honest with myself, I feel like I've been gone forever. Yeah. Uh, so it's a really good break. And I also like was excited to get back to work yesterday, like on TV and, and here today. And that's pretty good, right? Absolutely. Should be excited to get back to work. Well, you know, that means that you're actually, you know, I would say if you're not excited to come back to work, well, then the, the productivity is going to fail a little bit, Probably. right? Like, we want you to be excited because you're, you're the captain. You're the leader here. <laughs> yes. And if you're not excited, well, I'm not going to be excited. If I'm not excited, Kuz is not going to be excited. And the show is going to falter. So I'm glad that you're pumped up. I am as well. I don't know what it says about me. I don't know what it says about my family, quite frankly. <laughs> now that I've seen them enough. Sure. And they've seen me yeah. enough. I uh, hope everybody's doing well. Uh, thanks for uh, hanging with us through a, a little bit of a hiatus last week uh, during the uh, 4th of July week. Went to the National Guys. Prior to that, obviously, a big thanks to Kuz for doing a little best of some of the interviews and Austin uh, for a few days as we we're all over the place with uh, some baseball and softball tournaments with the kids, uh, which is a lot of fun. Still got like one more to go <laughs> to navigate through uh, before football season. We were trying to play some bets. Did you end up getting any kind of altercation in the stands than any of like the other parents? No. Uh, not even close? Not uh, <sighs> uh, not close. No, oh. I, I, I'm pretty good okay. for the most part, but I'm telling you, man. I did say, I, sometimes I'll say a thing or two out loud. Like there was a, <laughs> I will say this, there was a lady one time. Like this team had, this. Te- if you saw my Twitter, by the way, this is the team that put the trash can out on the field. Did you see my Twitter during that? I did not see it, sorry man. I'll bring that up later. All right, cool. But anyway, this is, uh, this was un- unforeseen. Like I've never seen this yeah. at all in, in all my travel ball and, and little league and rec ball and whatever dealings the last decade i've never seen anything like it but anyway the the whole the the this team from louisiana they were very good by the way mm-hmm. but uh their parents no no this team was from virginia my bad uh the the parents were kind of they got annoying like i, I okay. sit behind home plate and video and for the, all the kids yeah. and whether ty's playing or not or, yeah. or not and it, it actually keeps me away from saying stuff uh, it keeps me busy. Sure. You know? Yeah. So I might not. So I'd rather actually sit out in center field. Okay. So I don't have to listen to <clears throat> usually the moms. Uh, but <laughs> Who would have knew that? <laughs> Interesting. And uh, this one, they had like a team mom mm-hmm. and then they had a couple other folks. And I did say one time, like they were arguing balls and strikes so much. Right? Okay. And yeah. It's just an umpire. Okay. Sure. And the lady's like, at one time, she's like, what? So I said, what? No way. 
See, but you're asking for it, though, man. Like that, that's help escalating the situation a little bit. Sometimes it just bit. comes out. That's escalating the situation, yeah. though, isn't it? Sometimes it does wow, come out. I, like I can't it, help it. What? Uh, and, <laughs> what? Yeah. Uh, anyway, a little bit more on the trash can story. I'll, I'll share more on that a little bit later on because that was a bit wild. But yeah. we won't revisit my vacation, okay? I'm not going to do that. Let's move it forward. Mm-hmm. And what's happening in the world of sports? Well, we have a countdown to uh, training camps. It's on, right? Three weeks from really tomorrow camps are supposed to start will they start will we have football like we know it will it look totally different what's it look like in the college ranks these are questions that we've been asking for months and months but we are getting closer and we're on the other side of it now and what does it look like um I think we'll get some more answers in terms of protocols and those kind of things, at least with plans. Who knows about reality, but plans coming up in the next uh, week or so from the NFL. Huge news out of the NFL that's probably trending as we speak and really as we pulled into the show. Patrick Mahomes on the verge of a 10-year mega deal. How about this for Kansas City? Yeah. Congratulations. Yeah. Good job. Yeah. You know, that's uh, – if is there a surefire thing in sports – no. Mm-hmm. About a surefire of a thing that is this guy is a good player, like a really good player, and at worst a good player Yeah, for a long time and puts you in position to be successful. Patrick Mahomes surely feels like he is that, right? Agreed. And let's be honest here. In terms of the goal of an NFL player, we always talk about what? Getting that long-term contract. Obviously, 10 years is that long-term contract. But we have to ask ourselves one thing, though. If you're Patrick Mahomes right now, you're obviously probably, if not the best quarterback in the NFL. And the talent is there. We've all seen it. You're going to be great for years to come. Knock on wood, pending on the injuries. But do you think he made a miscalculation, though, of taking this? And we don't know that the numbers yet. The numbers are still in the drop. But did he make a miscalculation or did his agent make a miscalculation and say, you know what? Let's get all the money up front. Let's go ahead and get this monumental deal. And then let's lock him in for 10 years. Because the way I see it is, listen, the price of the quarterback, it's only going to inflate. Every single year, inflate, inflate, inflate. And if we're looking at five years right now, maybe Mahomes has another Super Bowl underneath his belt, a couple MVPs. I mean, was it worth it for him then not to take that bigger deal five years later again and have two big-time contracts? Yeah, but I think we talked about this about a month ago, and we said, where do the prices stop? You know, listen, I mean, it's out of control. We're we're living in a world right now where we – it's reality all of a sudden. It's smacking us in the face that some of this stuff's out of control. Ticket prices, revenue, how much we're paying athletes, all this stuff. I mean, it's coming back to to bite all these organizations. And so the question from head football coaches to others – so the question was, like even a month ago, was like, okay, where's the tipping point? Where do you, how much can you pay a quarterback? I mean, you're paying him $35 million, $38 million. Mm-hmm. Patrick Mahomes might get $40 million. You know, whatever it might be. I get it. Like, you can keep going up gradually. But listen, most people get 2% raises or 2.5% raises. Mm-hmm. The, the escalator in the NFL is going up and up and up. And what I always say about the NFL, and I think the NFL has realized this. This is why they tried to take it to Mexico City. This is why they tried to take it to London. This is why they may continue to try to take it to other places like Canada and wherever else. But there's there's a saturation point. Like how much can people watch? How many more people can watch? How much can you sell? How much more can you make? Like is there a tipping point at least here in the United States? And I think many people felt like if they didn't already hit that, they're on the verge of hitting that. There's not a lot of growth potential here in the United States. And so that's why they started to look to other places outside the states for new revenue opportunities. I think you could ask the same for the quarterback position in the NFL. How much more can a guy make? And what you'd say is, well, hey, they can keep making, keep going up, keep 
you know, you never know, you know, what's it going to look like in five, ten years. Well, what do we say about the defensive end position right now? Defensive end position right now, there's not really a market. But there's, there's always going to be a market for quarterbacks. There's always a market for the quarterback position. But my position. point is we're seeing it level off a little bit defensive end. Will we see it level off at some point at the you, quarterback position where it's like, okay, well, that's a max deal. Like, you, you can't really mm. get much more than that. See, I, I completely disagree because the salary cap every single year it goes up, Brent, okay? And you can't compare the quarterback position to the defensive end position unless we go back to the 1970s and pound the rock 50 times a game and rely on running backs more. The quarterback position will always be highly coveted and there will always be an astronomical price tag around the top tier quarterbacks so my point is listen if you're Patrick Mahomes right now and you sign that 10-year deal okay fine I think it's a great deal obviously for Andy Reid and the Chiefs because now they have him locked in I mean you you have your most important cog in that machine locked in for the next 10 years congrats to you guys for doing that great deal for the Chiefs right all I'm gonna say though from the market standpoint from setting the market you know set the market set the market well, what's going to happen in a couple years with like Deshaun Watson and like these younger guys that are due for new contracts? Our team's going to say, well, Mahomes might be getting whatever. Let's just say, what do you think he's going to get? 28, 30 something million a year? Oh, no, he's going to get, he, I think it's going to be a, a north of 35 million a year. Okay, gotcha. Okay. On this deal. So, so let's say it's like 35 million a year. And all of a sudden, Deshaun Watson, and we'll see how he does this year, but let's say Deshaun Watson, it's time for his new contract. Well, the market would dictate that, you know what, Deshaun Watson will probably be the highest paid quarterback in the next couple of years or so because it goes up every single year. Nick Foles got 80 million. You know, that's just, that's the way it is. So I'm wondering what's going to happen to the market now if Mahomes is probably going to be the best quarterback for years to come and all of a sudden the younger guys are going to be like, well, I want to get paid and I want to get the, the, the new, you know, the, I want to set the new market. And all of a sudden it's like, well, you can set the new market, but are you Patrick Mahomes? This is what Patrick Mahomes is making. You're not going to make more than him. So I'm just saying from his peers, I wonder how the other quarterbacks feel about this now. That's right? a good point. Because it might set the cap, no pun intended, finally on the quarterback position. That's a great point. That's yeah. a really good point. Uh, from uh, Everything will be measured to Mahomes. And if he is the guy in the NFL, which many believe he will be and already might be, yeah. then you're right. Everybody will measure in that regard. Although sometimes these contracts don't necessarily always work that way, right? Aaron Rodgers and Tom Brady have not always been the highest paid guys. Correct. More recently, Aaron Rodgers has been, and Brady has always seemingly not been mm -hmm. really the highest paid guy, even though most people would have said he was the best. A pro football talk says this just in the last 12 minutes. The only way that Patrick Mahomes deal makes any sense for the player is if he has become the first player in league history to be guaranteed a percentage of the salary cap on a multi-year deal. What they're basically saying is, hey, the salary cap might be about, what, like $198 million, something like that mm -hmm. for teams. Well, if it goes up to $240 million, does he get an escalator in sure. his closet? Now he's a certain percent of that. I see what they're saying, mm -hmm. and I doubt that's in there. There has to be some protection here for the Stock athlete. options? I mean, what are we talking here, honestly? Yeah, I don't know yeah. what they're allowed to do, but there has to be some <laughs> creativity in a 10-year deal. Yeah. I applaud, first of all, you applaud the Chiefs. They mm -hmm. recognize they have a great player. They recognize even the, the floor for this player is probably pretty darn good and worth the investment. And you're not mm -hmm. going to find another guy like this. They made a great pick. They did a good job of moving up. They did a good job of sitting him down. They've paired him with Andy Reid. They've put him in a bunch of successful positions. And it's been a home run. And they said, you know, we're locking this up. Great for the team. All of the things you just said for the players, for the player. Where does this lead down the road is an interesting part of the story because it could be problematic at some point. Look what DeAndre Hopkins just did. Mm -hmm. DeAndre Hopkins said, hey, I got three years left on my deal, but I'm the best receiver in the game and I'm not paid like it. Rip up Correct. my deal. 
right? Mm-hmm. Not a year before it, but three years before it. Yeah. Right? And so then what they does Patrick away. Mahomes do? Yeah. Now he's got three Super Bowls, and we're at 2026. And Patrick Mahomes now, by the way, is like 29 years old, 30 years old, in a prime for the quarterback spot, right? That's not old. What does he do? Say, hey, it's time to rip this thing up. Who knows? You know, by that time, Andy Reid's not the coach anymore, maybe. Who knows? All those things. So it's it's a fascinating deal. We haven't seen the actual numbers of it. Correct. What we know is it's a decade long, according to the national reports. Fascinating, fascinating deal. I tell you what, Jags have a bargain with Minshew. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, until he takes him to the Super Bowl and all of a sudden he's won a decade worth now. Yeah. Uh, we'll talk more about Patrick Mahomes. Has he earned it? Mm-hmm. Is it a good move? Uh, does it change kind of the game when it comes to contracts, especially in the quarterback position? Hey, <laughs> Dak Prescott, hold it out for more. <laughs> That's why he signed that franchise tag. Yeah. Uh, speaking of franchise tags. Where is the on situation? It's been quiet on that front, but as we count down to camp, what's his play? What's going to happen? How dramatic will it be? Uh, we'll catch you up to date on a lot of those things, plus a, a couple of big topics in the sports world, including politics and sports, mixing once again uh, here on a Monday afternoon. Hope you're doing well. Thanks for hanging with us here at Action Sports Shacks on ESPN 690. It's a little emotional for me because I did do something a little different. I changed my body. I changed my uh, mindset in the game, and I was able to accomplish uh, a win while playing a completely different style of golf, and it's pretty amazing to see that, and uh, I hope it's an inspiration to a lot of people that if they set their mind to it, you can accomplish it. It just takes a lot of hard work, a lot of uh, figuring out things uh, that you may not know and understand yet, but if you keep going down the line and you keep working on it, figuring stuff out, eventually uh, you'll get a little bit better each and every day, and hopefully that, that leads to something great in the end. That is Bryson DeChambeau. He is the man to beat in the world of golf. Won the Rocket Mortgage Classic up in Detroit, Michigan over the weekend, and he is bombing it. I have some thoughts on DeChambeau. He's an interesting guy, in my opinion. We'll get to that a little bit later. Cool or not cool? I kind of like the idea of that for a segment, by the way. Cool or not cool? Not mad at that. I mean, obviously, I don't want to talk about how to do the marketing part, but we get an AC. Do we have an AC? We do. Dude? Bold okay. City. Well, Bold City, come on board. Cool or not cool. Let's go. Yeah. yeah. Maybe just make it into their own segment. Sounds like a I t-shirt idea, too. I think just gave that away for free. Sorry but... about that. Sorry about that. Oh, and by the way, while you were gone, I accomplished one thing on, on this whole show. One thing out of the whole show in terms of marketing. People called in. People spoke up. And Jason Fitz even helped this out. Our followers are going to be called the 690 Syndicate. You've been on to that for a long we, time. We've been on to it, but I think that was it on Friday, Kuz, my last show? Well, or on Wednesday was? Got, Tuesday. Tuesday, sorry. I don't even remember. 69ers was the, was the real one. Well, Jason Fitz wanted to call us the 69ers. And I, I had to kind of let him down easily say, you know what? That'd be nice. Yeah, I mean, I'd want to get involved with HR a little bit. T-shirts could be a possibility, but I think the syndicate is going to be the winner. We had a bunch of great feedback. People called in, said they love it. They like this 690 so, syndicate. The, the 690 syndicate. Can uh, Made by Tim. Can you get that on a shirt, please? 690 syndicate. Let's go. Made by Tim. Yeah. Calling made by Tim. Cool. What the other options? There was the squad, which was like a cheerleader thing. We went for that. The, the what? Oh, the sorority. I mean, come on, Brent. Right? Who suggested that? Well, well what's the, there's two people on the show when you were gone. One of them is me. You know, I wouldn't do that. So you know who the other guy was? I was trying to find other S words to use. Yeah. yeah. I would have come up with something different. <laughs> um, I, I like it. Yeah. You've been pushing for that for a, a long I mean, time. I was pushing a little bit, but it kind of went over the edge then when I was doing the show by myself. All right. Yeah, you yeah. really want this to happen. I got well, it. I'll have to saying. deliver that for yeah. you. 
Patrick Mahomes on a decade deal. Mm-hmm. Wow. Incredible, really. We don't see things like this. Uh, we saw it with Alex Rodriguez way back in the day. Ten years, $252 million, I think, was the deal. Uh, have we seen this in the NBA? Uh, has anybody signed that kind of contract? I don't believe so. What did I mean, Harper yeah. just sign, by the way? Did Harper sign a 10-year deal with Philly? I'm pretty sure it might have been. Thirteen. Oh, you're right. You know what? It was 13. But uh, like Machado might have signed the 10. They just signed mega deals. Uh, listen, the bottom line is in contracts, you get out of them. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I mean, yeah. you can get out of them eventually. Yeah. But the, the idea of a 10-year deal, we were we were talking about it when it just came down. And I think you ask yourself, you're like, you know, bravo, Kansas City, nice job. You you. This is where the team, though, they'll pay for this down the road for being smart, being loyal, and trying to give them the deal. Yeah. They're trying to do good business. They're going to say, we're uh, now nothing's guaranteed in the NFL. Well, I mean, there's some guaranteed money, but the, the whole 10 years isn't guaranteed. So real quick, Don McNabb signed a 12-year deal. Did he really? I guess. Did he really? Yeah. I don't not remember that. Yeah, but then he was, was he trade? What happened? Okay, I don't know what happened there, but it, it, I'm on this website, fantix.com. Not sure how legit it is, but, uh, it says 12 years, Dominic McNabb. 690syndicate.com. Yeah, Derek Jeter was 10 years as well. Jeter did have a 10 year deal? I, I, that's what they're saying. Okay. Yeah. Uh, so I guess, I mean, it's not unheard of. Sure. But, you know, with the NFL, it's different because all these things are not guaranteed. Like Major League Baseball, basically a guaranteed deal. These guys mm-hmm. are throwing at them. Uh, well, it's not in in the NFL. I mean, seven years in, they could cut Patrick Mahomes. Mm-hmm. But there's guaranteed money that will be attached. And my guess is there's going to be like well over six figures, like $150 million or something guaranteed. There's going to be a lot of guaranteed money yeah. in this thing. We don't know the actual parameters of the deal yet. Uh, the national folks just saying it's a 10-year deal in place for Patrick Mahomes. So my point here is like the, the organization does this thing like, hey, we feel like we got a good – player a really good player a franchise player and we want to wrap our arms around that we want to reward him and we want him to be a you we want you here for a decade well at some point it's going to come back and hurt them because they'll not get the benefit of getting the market value right now at some point in this thing they're going to rip this deal up there's going to be some talk there's going to be some adversity there's going to be some back and forth at well this deal is no longer good enough and i my assumption is the hunt family kansas city andy reed everybody else they know that is coming down the road they'll revisit i bet there's a handshake agreement to revisit and hey if you're delivering we'll pay you that's at the end of the day we want you to deliver Mm -hmm. we want to have to pay you more because we want you to deliver the interesting side of it to me is the player and I can't wait to see what this deal is because I want to see what was the carrot that got Mahomes. Does he just love Kansas City? Does he love the loyalty part? Yeah. Does he not want to? Is he a little bit different than the modern day athlete, where all they care about is the leverage and the brand and everything else, mm-hmm. from LeBron James to others, mm-hmm. to building super teams to get me out when I'm 28 years old so I have a chance to make this next mega deal. You don't get that feeling right now from Mahomes. Mahomes like, listen, it's plenty of money. I'm going to have plenty of money. I got endorsement deals. I got everything else. If for him, it's at least signing a 10-year deal is not necessarily what you always say, what the money, money says. says. It's almost what the loyalty says, which is kind of cool, well, at least at face value. Well, exactly. But to be fair, though, Brent, even – so let's say – and for instance, so the Diamond McNabb uh, deal, it was 12 years um, worth of the, a record $115 million. Now keep in mind, back and I forget, this was back in 2001. It would have been, I believe, or I'm sorry, uh, 
Yeah, back in 2001. The the signing bonus twenty point five million dollars. <laughs> yeah, a little different. <laughs> a little different now, <laughs> but um, yeah, you you brought up the quote. It's not about what the money. It's not about how much money you make. How much? It's what the money says. Okay, I get you there. To me, it's going to be very telling on Patrick Mahomes because we're going to find out just where his goals are. Is he going to be the highest paid quarterback in the NFL? We'll see. If he's not, it's going to echo a lot. Look, listen. We have Travis Kelsey. We got Miko Hardman. Uh, Tyreek Hill's under contract for a little while, but even the guys like Chris Jones. I want to do my part to make sure that they're going to be locked up as well, right? Where if I take that pay cut, you know, if, if I get paid for that 10 years and it's not going to be, you know, this crazy new school deal, well, then it says, you know what? I care more about winning a Super Bowl than I do getting paid. And that's what the money's going to say if that's indeed the case. Because let's be honest, we always talk about Patrick Holmes, great quarterback. The guy can make, you know, every throw on the field. But what's he going to be like if Travis Kelsey's gone? What's he going to be like if for some reason Tyreek Hill's gone? What's he going to be like if all of a sudden the security blanket of Nicole Hardman is gone? And maybe Andy Reid in a couple years leaves. Then what is Patrick Mahomes going to be? Maybe he's to the point where it's like, you know what? I don't want to find out what that's going to be like. I want to try to keep those guys as long as possible, and that contract may say that. And it's a good call, and what he's hopefully going to be in the eyes of the Chiefs is Russell Wilson in that regard. Yeah. You know, when the guys left, Russell Wilson actually escalated his game. He elevated his game. He got better. Mm-hmm. He is a better player now than when he won with all those good players in Seattle. Correct. Right? Fair yeah. enough? Yeah. No doubt. Yeah, but so I think that's what they're hoping on. But it's a good call there. It's like, hey, at least I got the protection of this big deal, even if my numbers do dip sure. at some times, even if I don't have all these parts around me, I'm going to be making this much. Uh, I, I think for a player like Mahomes, it's um, you kind of know you're going to make your money. I, I think he's good. I, I think. Mm-hmm. Do we have any slam dunk guys that are great players that you know in sports, like in general? Like obviously LeBron, you would offer to. You would have offered LeBron James, after his rookie deal, a 15-year deal and been confident about it. Yeah. you No doubt. Yep. Would you do that for Zion Williamson? Would you offer Zion Williamson a 10-year deal, or is it too early? Do you have to see another couple of years? I think the guy you can make an argument right now is obviously... Giannis out of the campo, Giannis right? Because he's home. he's paid, so he's set after what well, we'll happens in the playoffs and everything. But when this season is over, whenever it's going to be, he's going to be a free agent. All right, and he's going to be set to make a new contract, and you could see a monumental deal. Now, obviously, I want to say eh, it's probably going to be a pretty low key deal. Milwaukee's going to offer him; he's going to say yes, and he's going to be a buck for the next eight, ten years, whatever it's going to be. But I think right now, in terms of who's like the next big thing, I think Giannis. I mean, you got to keep in mind he's a former former MVP. So that's a very good call. Yeah. Like, so Giannis right now, you'd say, hey, ten years. Yeah. Sign him oh, up for the max ten years, especially with his mindset too. I right? Agree. I mean, he seems like a pretty humble individual, a hard worker. I think any team that you put him on, he's going to add that much. Hey, so. uh, cool. there's somebody there. You're near the computer, Mike Trout. What's his latest deal? Because right. Trout, to me, like in baseball, the Angels would do the same. You know, he's that good a player. He's that he's a good guy. He's good for your franchise. He's a great player. I think they just signed him to a long deal. Oh yeah. So here we go. So Mike Trout, twelve years. Yeah. Four hundred and twenty-six million. There you go. But and you know what? You stroke that check and you're like, I feel great about it. Sure. Right. Well, especially in baseball, you do because that's guaranteed. Throughout well, the well, whole thing. he does. Oh, yeah, but he I'm does. even saying the organization does. Sure. You're like, yeah, we feel great about that. Yeah, Heck, we're going to sell that in jerseys. You're in a pretty big market, obviously. You have the big brother, you know, the Dodgers and the Giants are pretty popular as well. Sometimes the Angels seem like kind of like the, the odd man out. Yeah, it's great. Okay, so we just gave a a. a 
comparison in the NBA, Giannis, a mm-hmm. comparison in – and again, there are multi-double-digit year contracts in Major League Baseball right now. I think Machado has one. Mm-hmm. Uh, Harper has 13 and 12 for Trout. So there are multiple uh, like that. I'm pretty sure Kershaw might have signed a big one like that as well with the Dodgers. So baseball is a little different. Obviously, they're willing to go that way. And and again, Alex Rodriguez back in the day was mm-hmm. was one of the first. Jeter, you mentioned yeah. too. What about football? What other guys would teams think about this with right now? Anybody? Or is Mahomes like the only guy you would do this with in the NFL? It's a great question. You know, and I think if we analyze the NFL, the only position that you're going to talk about is the quarterback position. Yes. Okay. Because whether your name's Khalil Mack, whether your name's Aaron Donald, you know, the the production can it can go up and down. All right. It's always going to fluctuate in terms of defensive linemen, corners, whatever, maybe position, it's going to go up and down. It's just the way the the, the world works. But the quarterback position, you kind of know what you're getting. So you're asking me, do I think there's a quarterback out there right now that deserves a 10-year deal? And obviously the only one that kind of sticks out to me right now that I can really think of, and he's still young, and I I get it, and we're not really for sure what we're going to see yet, is Jackson from the Ravens, obviously. When you talk about Lamar Jackson coming off the MVP run to me in the next couple of years, depending how he does, depending how that team does, it's going to be interesting because it's kind of the Taysom Hill effect a little bit to the nth degree. Taysom Hill, the Saints wanted a first round tender on Taysom Hill. Okay. The guy, look at his numbers. It's like first round tender. Why would you ask that for Taysom Hill? But the point is the guy can do so much. He's dynamic. He's that true dual threat guy where he can beat you with his arms and his legs. Lamar Jackson, we always talk about he's changing the game. He's changing the game. He's the next Michael Vick. Well, he's Michael Vick without the issues, right? He's Michael Vick without the, you know, the obviously the dogfighting stuff that kind of got him kicked out of the league a little bit. And so far, he's Michael Vick without the injury history. So when you have that and you have that kind of game changer, one could, you know, question, do you sign him right now to that 10-year deal? It's interesting. I would say no. Yeah. By the way, yeah. I wouldn't feel comfortable doing that. L- let me ask you this. If he takes the Ravens to the Super Bowl next year, do you do it? Well, then I think he would have the track record of of um Mahomes. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh the the question, here's the thing. We found out that Patrick Mahomes' knee is somehow double-jointed last year. <laughs> like, true. he got hurt and was supposed to be done, and he came back and won a Super Bowl. Yeah. Like, yeah. we don't know that about Lamar Jackson. And I'm being a little goofy with the knee and double-jointed. But my mm-hmm. point being, the way he plays is way more risky and way less durable true. than the way Patrick Mahomes is. And by the way, Mahomes, when Mahomes puts on his uniform and he's got all those pads on, man, like the hip pads and everything, I mean, he looks like indestructible doesn't he <laughs> yeah like, he does. it almost makes him look slow mm-hmm. right you know like marino late in his career had all those things going right the brace and yeah. all these pads on and like he already was slow yeah. but it made him look like 10 times slower well, mahomes yeah. i feel like that when i watch him sometimes he's got all these pads well this past <laughs> season mahomes when he got hurt and came back he looked like that kid in pop warner whose parents were a little overprotective right like <laughs> yeah we're gonna buy the pads but add this on put that on that no don't ask questions just put it on i don't care if you don't look cool or not you're gonna stay safe you're my boy you're staying safe that's yeah, what he looks he's like, like sometimes. He's, he should be sponsored by evo shield <laughs> yeah exactly exactly um, but so my point being like i would have less about the play more about the durability sure. it's the same like if say deshaun watson has a great year this year 
would you ask the same question about Watson? I'd say, yeah, you know, he's put together some really good in the good years in the league. And on top of that now, he's proven he can do it without Hopkins. Mm-hmm. And he's done it through some adversity. But I'd be it, the risk is there because he's also shown this you know, propensity to get hurt sometimes and be banged up and the way he plays. So that's what that's what's unique about uh, Mahomes. Mahomes can run around a little bit. And that, that, that touchdown in the playoffs was magnificent, right? Mm-hmm. But that's not what you view him as. You view him as a gunslinger from the pocket or outside the pocket, but not a guy that's going to get banged up and hurt a bunch. Well, keep in mind, though, Brent, it's almost the Aaron Rodgers effect. It reminds me a lot of Aaron Rodgers, where Aaron Rodgers is not going to beat you with his feet, especially now. You know, obviously, he's getting up there in age. But even during his prime, I mean, he was a very mobile quarterback, and he set you up with his feet to beat you up with his pass. But Aaron Rodgers got a lot of injuries, too. All it takes is just one breakdown on the offensive line, a blitzer coming through, you get hit the wrong way. And we saw with Mahomes, he came back, and that's fine. But how many of those shots does Mahomes have in him? Knock on wood, obviously. But you have to ask that question. One last thing uh, on this, at least for now. Are you fired up if you're a Kansas City Chiefs fan? Have to be. But are you also a little bit, because fans are negative to begin with, but you're also a little bit concerned with the amount of salary cap space to the quarterback. You know, because now your investments, when these guys come due for other money, like how much can you spend? I mean, are they going to be able to sign Chris Jones after this, mm-hmm. right? Uh, will they be able to give him a long deal? Mm-hmm. And then Kelsey and then all these guys, you know, some of them have already locked up. But you get my point. We're so in tune. We're so educated, uh, even as fans of the NFL. And we know it's like, man, you pay that quarterback that much money, your team might not stay good for a long period of time. Now, we got a great player, might be the best player in the league, yeah. but can we do enough around him? Do you think a so, Chiefs fan, by the way, should be ecstatic today? Yeah. I'm just saying, is there also but a, hmm, I hope we can be good for a long time despite paying this guy maybe $38 million a year or whatever it might be. So in the NFL, you know, and, and in those locker rooms, Brent, you have two sides. You you have the side that's trying to win the championship, that's trying to win the Super Bowl, the ultimate goal, if you will, and the other side is the business side. And players understand sometimes that maybe players sit out for a new contract, maybe players do this and do this for a new contract. That's that's kind of an unspoken rule in NFL locker rooms. But sometimes when it involves a quarterback, well, then it spills over because it's the most important position, right? So, for instance, right now, Dak Prescott wants a new contract, hasn't got it yet, signed the franchise tag. We'll see what happens. But I guarantee every player in that locker room right now has their eyes on the Dak situation because they have to. He's the quarterback of their team. He's the leader. He's the general. They need him to be happy in order to be successful, okay? So in Kansas City, listen, I think the writing was on the wall in saying that Patrick Mahomes is always going to be a chief. Andy Reid, you know, the, the Hunt family, they were, they were going to find a way to keep him locked in forever, right? Because even when he got drafted, it was like, well, who's this Patrick Mahomes guy? And, and Andy Reid, I asked about the Super Bowl. Andy Reid liked Deshaun Watson, but he loved Patrick Mahomes. Whether it was the stuff on the board, whether it's something that he saw that reminded him of Brett Favre, whatever the reason was, Andy Reid fell in love with Patrick Mahomes, and obviously the draft shows that. So that's their guy, and they're going to pay him probably like their guy. But what I'm trying to say is every player in that locker room right now, the Kansas City Chiefs, has their eyes on this contract. And now you can say, well, you know what? If he's going to be the highest paid uh, quarterback in the league, well, that's going to hurt, you know, Chris Jones. That's going to hurt Travis Kelsey. It's going to hurt some of the younger guys that eventually when they try to get paid, there's not enough money to go around. I agree with that. But it also says, look at man. We're, we're locked up here at the quarterback position, okay? Kelsey's, I mean, I'm sorry, uh, Patrick Mahomes is here for a long, long time. And if you want to be a part of it, maybe take a pay cut. Come get on board. Yeah. And if not, 
happy trails to you. Good luck with yourself. But I'm just saying, I think it helps actually from the optics standpoint of wanting to play for the Kansas City Chiefs now, knowing there's not going to be some long, dragged out kind of controversy a la Dak Prescott in Dallas right now just because he's already locked in. Almost like a likable New England situation because yeah. Andy Reid's much more fun to play for than Bill <laughs> Belichick. Exactly. <laughs> and that's yeah. One yeah. last thought, by the way, and I watched this, and I didn't watch the entire thing, but I got through most of it. Ty and I were watching it. Did you see the whole uh, thing on the decision by LeBron? I didn't. Uh, ESPN did it, I think it was. It was really fascinating, like the behind the scenes of that and how Mm -hmm. that came together. And they were talking to ESPN and others about it. And it just, this brings into my mind about Mahomes. Mahomes, you can make the argument over the next few years, could transition into the most powerful athlete in sports. Mm -hmm. Well, what the Kansas City Chiefs just prevented is maybe a decision. Correct. Part two. Sure. Because LeBron was the most powerful athlete maybe in sports Mm -hmm. at the time. And he used it to his advantage, and he since has used it to his advantage more, going back to Cleveland, now to L.A. Mm -hmm. So they might have prevented another decision, if you will, Mm -hmm. and putting all the power in the player's hands by going long term. At least the deal and its framework will prevent some of that for a long, long time to come. And and props to the Kansas City Chiefs, because I say this about the draft, and I say it about in free agent signings as well. If you if you want your guy, you know you need your guy, then go up there and get him. That's what the Chiefs did. The, the Chiefs sacrificed a lot to get Patrick Mahomes. And some quote-unquote experts were like, what are you guys doing? Yeah. Like He could have maybe felled you. But guess what? They didn't care about what the outside world thought. They took a chance on it. They, they had their guy, and they went after it. Well, same thing again, right? Patrick Mahomes is their guy. Ten-year deal. Is it a lot? Yeah. Do injuries happen? Yeah. But you know what? They took their chance, and they, they're keeping their guy now. We're going to take a shift in, in terms of players in the NFL. And talk from Patrick Mahomes to what's going on in Jacksonville with Yannick Ngakwe. Steven's been hanging on the line. I think he has a yawn question. So let's get him in here. Hope you had a good 4th of July, man. Uh, thanks for uh, hanging in on the show on Action Sports Jacks on ESPN 690. What's up? Hey, not too much. I missed you guys. I got so many questions, but I know I only get one per day. Oh, and uh, Brent Austin was looking for my name, calling that Friday, approving the syndicate. Oh, yeah, yeah. The, Steven was one of the guys that's on board, Brent. Very so good. It is what it is. Stamp it. Yep. Oh, oh yeah. Oh, yeah. T-shirt, T-shirts and hats. Brent Martineau, Austin Lane, Action Sports Jack, 690 Syndicate. I oh, drop that every oh, day. It just rolls off the tongue, Made doesn't it? Tim, where are you? It just rolls we off the tongue. We need some artwork. <laughs> what you got, man? <laughs> uh, my question is, with this rumor going around, I know it's people you know, spitting out rumors or what if, but how would you feel about this uh idea going around of Ngakwe going to the Cleveland Browns for Dave Ninjoku and a second-round pick for next year's draft. All right, Stephen, I appreciate the call, man. Thanks for uh, jumping in here on Action Sports Shacks on ESPN 690. Uh, listen, quick thought on that, and then we're going to turn into more Jan conversation yeah. about this franchise tag. I would much rather, much rather trade with the Jets and get Jamal Adams oh. than David Njoku. Yeah. Like if if I there are two players out there right now that are being rumored around and want out all this stuff and I understand like Jamal Adams wants Dallas and other places but if you're gonna make a trade I'd almost be disappointed if they went and got Injoku from Cleveland and a second round pick at, at least tell me you explored and had and they wouldn't give you enough yeah. for Jamal Adams because. Given those two thoughts that are out there in the trade world or the the rumor mill or or hypotheticals, I mean, I like the Jamal Adams one like 20 times more. Listen, David Njoku, he's young. He's got a lot of football left. He had a big injury last year. He's out probably the entire season. 
Listen, though, there's a reason why the Cleveland Browns went after Austin Hooper, and right now Austin Hooper is the highest-paid tight end in the NFL. There's a reason behind that. That's all I'm going to say. Yeah, and, and by the way, kids, and Joku force a trade? I mean, what's it's hard to force trades when you haven't done much. How How in the Buccaneers trading somebody? Oh, you got O.J. Howard, Cameron, Brayton, Rob Gronkowski. Give somebody up, please. What's the latest on Jan? How do you feel about it? We're getting closer. Countdown to the camp season uh, just three weeks away. Will Jan be there? We talk Jan Ikengakwe next on ESPN 690. You're going to see really good players that have really bad years. It, it's, it's going to happen. You don't have that large sample size for everything to even out. So if you get off to a, a tough start or a bad start, it, you're really behind the eight ball not only as a player but if your team gets off to a bad start you take a, a one in ten start or a two in ten or something like that you're in a tough position just because you don't have that extended period of time to make that up players teams everybody is kind of in a, a unique situation and it's going to lend itself to an exciting season and something that i think um, players fans everybody in the game hasn't really seen that is christian yelich your guy yeah one time, our guy yep. <laughs> for the Jacksonville right. Suns. Yep. Uh, and if you're a Miami Marlins fan, all three of you. Mm-hmm. Uh, Ouch. Shots fired. Talking about baseball. Baseball is happening. How about, did you see Tanaka get yeah. hit by Stanton? Yeah. i tell you what, too. And that is real deal. The reaction there was pretty wild mm-hmm. to see Stanton go down right away. Thankfully, Tanaka, listen, I'm not a Yankees fan. I don't root for that stuff. You'd be surprised the way you're talking right now. I know. But uh, Tanaka was okay and, and is back at, I mean, that is a scary thing. And and the reason I can, you're kind of like, we've seen guys get hit in the head with balls coming back at them and stuff. And, and it's always scary. But if you have in person seen Stanton hit, mm-hmm. it comes off the bat like you ain't ever seen it. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's unbelievable how how much power that guy has. Like when he came, well, of course, we used to see him here at the, at the baseball grounds at Bragan Field, and then they did an exhibition where they played. I think it, I think they were the Suns at that time. Might have been the Shrimp now by then, but I think they were the Suns. And so Stanton and Yelich and all these guys are with the Marlins, and they all come come back. Well, we're there for the BP session. Mm-hmm. And just to watch Stanton, it even looked different from the time when he was with the Suns a few years earlier. And he hits balls that don't, I'm telling you, man, they don't get above your head. You're 6'6", and they might not get above your head, but they get out of the park. Like, it is just a laser. And that's what that is. That Rolls was. and ropers, man. I mean, it is unbelievable. He hits a baseball. Now, I root for him to strike out all the time. But sure. Now, but he uh, he hits the ball so hard. And mm-hmm. so I was like, oh, my gosh. Like, you just, everybody there cringes because they know how hard he hits it. Um, so, I mean, heck, even if I hit the ball back at you and you, you get hit in the head. that ball right now hit me in the head, I'm, I'm going to be worried about it. Absolutely. Yeah, I mean, it's just, yeah. But coming off his bat at 100-something well, miles just, an hour, whatever it is. The sound, it's, yeah, it was, oof, Yeah, that was bad. But uh, baseball starting up here in a few weeks. We'll see what happens. Uh, obviously, they're wrestling through the COVID-19 and the positive tests and what to do. Washington Nationals are not very happy. They're not getting the testing back in time. They shut down their facility. Milwaukee Bucks and the yeah. NBA shut down their facility. We'll talk a little bit more about that well, stuff. Well, I mean, that's more because, hey, we're good. <laughs> We, hey, hey, yeah. we, we got it. Let's yeah. take a couple of days off. We're talking about families real quick. Hey, we got it. Y- Giannis came in, probably had another 20 pounds because the guy never stops working out, doesn't have time for TMZ, doesn't have time for, you know, really society in general because he's got that immigrant mentality, Brett. So Giannis came in, 20 pounds heavier. He's like, yeah, hey, you guys, shut it down. We're good. <laughs> I'm not worried about that, Brett. Let's we'll see what happens. I'm not worried about in it. In the bubble yeah. uh, here in the state of Florida. Uh, Yannick Ngakwe, kind of quiet. Mm-hmm. 
I think uh, more talk about him over the last week and a half or so. I think just in relationship to this July 15th deadline and obviously some of the Chris Jones talk that came out and where he's like, well, then I'll just sit out a season essentially is what he said on Twitter. Yeah, right. Uh, I don't think he will. But now you're seeing some linkage to whether it's Jamal Adams or Njoku and, and these yeah. guys. So Jan's name's resurfacing. I don't really think there's a whole bunch of new information here. Mm-hmm. In fact, everything I can gather over the last couple of weeks with Jan is it's still very quiet. Very quiet on the Jan front. Not mm-hmm. really a lot of movement at all. And so what's next to happen, just to fill people in, is, yeah, will he sign the franchise tag? Won't he, you know, will he wait? Will and he there's skip? people out there saying that he might not. And uh, absolutely. Like Chris Jones from Kansas City. I think he's saying that. I think he yeah. believes right now I'm not going to. I mean, I'm going to hold firm. But the next date that's important is July 15th. That's coming up in, uh, what, a week from Wednesday. Mm-hmm. That's when teams have the deadline to reach a deal with their franchise tag guys long term. If they don't get it done, then you're not getting it done in 2020. Well, isn't it pretty much a foregone conclusion that they ain't getting it done with Yannick Ngakwe? Like, I can't imagine they mm-hmm. get a long-term deal done. Mm-hmm. I mean, I think they're just trying to get him in for the season. Not, yeah, I don't see him getting a long-term deal. And I think the, the bigger question right now where we sit here is if he's going to play. That is the biggest question. Yeah. And what? so if he's not going to get a long-term deal done, the July 15th date probably doesn't even matter much. Like, I, I just, I don't to think me, so. it's, it's just a formality. I don't think it's happening. There are, there are not talks or not these long conversations going on, at least that we know of. Well, then will he sign the franchise tag or not becomes mm-hmm. a question. You tweeted out a video earlier today. It got a lot of responses. we got to take a quick time out. We'll talk about some of those responses. Well, and you also called me crazy, by the way, I too. I did. But, I mean, I just, I'm just saying... That's strike one on this whole new chapter with me and you. Yeah, you have two more strikes. I, That's it. I know a lot of girls growing How up. How long is crazy? <laughs> it's game over. Uh, yeah, I. Well, I'll tell you how I feel about it. And I'm going to tell you how I feel about it. And, and it middle. hasn't changed. Yeah. I mean, we're dug in maybe as much as Jan's dug in on oh, this. Oh, yeah. Yep. Uh, but we'll see what happens. We've talked so much about Yannick Ngakwe, but we're getting closer and closer to, okay, who's going to make a move? Well, Jazz really don't have a move to make. Mm -hmm. It's really all about Yann. Will he show up? Won't he show up? When does he show up? Will he sit out the entire thing? Will he come in week one? Mm -hmm. Do you pass up million dollars? Do you pass up $18.7 million? Some conversations and what got your Twitter rolling. I'm just saying, go and call HR right now. Get him in the building because there's going to be some hurt feelings, I feel like, this next segment here. Just make sure you wear a mask. Uh, We'll be back. We'll talk about (laughs) Yann coming up next. Uh, on ESPN 690. Hey, Drew Scott here, and I'm Jonathan Scott, reminding you that life's better with a home policy from American Family Insurance. They can help you get just the right protection at just the right price and help you save when you bundle home and auto. Kind of like Goldilocks and the Three Bears. It'll be just right for you. We love a custom build. American Family Insurance. Insure carefully. Dream fearlessly. Get a quote and find an agent at AmFam.com. Products not available in every state. Visit AmFam.com to learn how discounts may apply to you. American Family Mutual Insurance Company, S.I. and its operating company, 6000 American Parkway, Madison, Wisconsin.